Hello again, Timberwolves fans. Are you ready once again for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. This is episode number 61 of Timberwolves Explosion. It is Friday, August 27th, 2010. We're finally back again. It's been a few weeks. Um, enough information has been gathered together to get this one going. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's about four topics today. Technically five if you want to ha- uh, include a little bit of Facebook talk, Facebook messages on the Facebook group. Uh, we'll get to that in a sec, of course. Timberwolves Explosion is available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. I thank each and every one of you always for downloading and listening to this show. Appreciate it very, very much. We also post this show on timberwolvespress.com. Again, I have been very, very inactive on that website, and I do apologize. My schedule is just kind of crazy. Um, I'm going to try to get things going on that site again. It's just, uh, yeah, it's been inactive for a long time, and I apologize. It's just one of those things. It just is. So, uh, yeah, four topics officially on today's show. Four topics. Uh, we're going to try to get them all together here. Well, one of them will involve Anthony Tolliver. Anthony Tolliver, the decision part duh, as he called it, <laughs> has joined the Timberwolves. I know that happened a few weeks ago, but hadn't done the show since. So let's talk a little bit about Anthony Tolliver. We're going to actually play the audio for his video that he put on YouTube, a very tasteful idea. Uh, not necessarily a lot of work put into it, which doesn't matter. It's just it, it's the bit. I like his uh, I like his taste. He he has some taste. I like his sense of humor, and uh, now the hope is that he can that can translate into actually being a good basketball player too. We'll see how that turns out. Um, and then kind of the main focus of today, well, tainted love, tainted love, Kevin Love, yeah, tainted love. That will be the main focus. But before that, yeah, because there will be two topics with Kevin Love before I get too far ahead of myself. We're going to talk about the new uniforms with the Minnesota Timberwolves right after the Anthony Tolliver conversation. Then, of course, we'll take a break and get into the official tainted love stuff. Um, Yeah, new uniforms for the Timberwolves. Kind of simplified a bit, which is kind of a good thing. Uh, The Timberwolves no longer have that Colorado Avalanche uh, font for their numbers. That's a good thing. Um, yeah, I don't really want to look like the Colorado Avalanche too much. That's what the Wolves looked like the last several years. At least their uh, their numbers did. Exactly. It was the exact font, exact colors, everything. It's kind of weird. Um, that's over. Uh, yeah, there's no more green on the unis, but yeah, I'll save that for when we actually get into it. Yeah, I pretty much spoiled it. <laughs> no, not too bad. But no, Kevin Love feels more appreciated by the USA team than the Timberwolves. That's great. I'll get into why that's great in a little bit. It just, mm. um, I've been getting more and more annoyed with Kevin Love over the last several months here, and I'll tell you why. Of course, you know it's getting it's getting to me. I know a lot of you are thinking, yeah, he's the best player on the team. What's your problem? Calm down. The Wolves shouldn't be having Kevin Love come off the bench. What are you thinking? You know, why are you so upset about it? Well, you'll find out why. It's uh, something that, it, it's, let's just say it makes sense. And I had a nice conversation with a buddy of mine. I'll tell you who at the time on that it was as well. A guy actually knows Kevin Love a teeny tiny bit. Um, and then a more positive thing with Kevin Love. Open to a uh, signing an extension with the Wolves. So, again, tainted love. It's like, is it good or bad? What's going on here? The guy, you love him or hate him? Does he love us or hate us? I don't know. I honestly don't know. But uh, those are the four topics. Today, I don't anticipate the show being too long, but 
We'll see. Uh, you never know what's going to happen with me because I just, you know, I enjoy talking about it so much that it gets kind of longer than you may have expected. <laughs> so that's the bit. Um, Timberwolves Explosion also has a Twitter account, twitter.com forward slash Wolves Explosion, because Timberwolves does not fit, so Wolves Explosion for that. Also the Facebook group, of course. Simply search in the search bar on facebook.com. Timberwolves Explosion, Minnesota Timberwolves, and you're most likely to find it. Do join it, and of course we will read comments posted on there by many people, including Nigel Southern, who is a very loyal supporter of the show, and uh, the most visible, you could say. You could definitely say that. He, he does the most uh, posting on the groups and uh, on the, the message boards and the sportsstuff.com and stuff. I appreciate it very, very much from him, always. So now we're going to actually get to the video, the audio of the video from Anthony Teller. We're going to get to that right now. Hello, I'm Anthony Tolliver. Welcome to The Decision, Part De, which is French for two. So, Mr. Tolliver, when did you make your decision? Um, I think I made my decision this morning. Um, I was using the bathroom, and it just came, came to me. It just came to me. So, are you going to let us know your decision? Yeah, I think I'm going to write it down for you. Could you please write it down on that piece of paper? And the decision is? I will be taking my services to the north, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Thank you to all my fans that have been following me, following my decision. It's been a great run, and uh, hopefully this is just the beginning. God bless. So there it is, uh, Anthony Tolliver, again, as I mentioned, uh, not necessarily a ton of work put in the video, but hey, hey, it's fun, you know, it's a fun idea, it's just, you know, why not make fun of LeBron a little bit, because LeBron, that was way, way overblown, excuse me, by LeBron and by ESPN, just uh, a little bit much, and of course, Anthony Tolliver thinking that, hey, you know, let's just make fun of it a little bit, um, and he's coming north, it's nice to know that somebody... Somebody big enough to have any part of the decision is coming north to Minnesota and not to South Beach this coming fall. Yeah, coming north to Minnesota. Even threw in that little howl in the background. And, uh, it sounded, it was kind of so crude you could hardly hear it in the background, but uh, that's what that sound effect was. If Some of you may have been wondering if you couldn't hear it all so good because, you know, it's not the best audio in history. He just used the camera microphone, which is uh, something that I will no longer do in the future. When you have a, a decent microphone, use it. <laughs> no, but that's okay. It's just having fun. So just throwing that out there as to why the audio may not have sounded as great. That's usually why, and that's why some of my older videos didn't sound so great either. But to the actual point, Anthony Tolliver is a Timberwolf, and you know what, folks? I'm happy. I'm happy to have Anthony Tolliver on the Timberwolves. I am. Hey, the positivity continues to improve. He's young, and, and he's fairly talented. He, he had a solid year with the uh, Golden State Warriors last year, averaging about, what, 12 points and 8 rebounds or so. Uh, not a bad player. He's kind of a tweener, so he, in a way, he kind of replaces Ryan Gomes in a way. But uh, I think he's obviously a better player than Ryan Gomes. Ryan Gomes, apparently behind the scenes, was not as positive an influence 
like in the locker room and such as a lot of us would have thought a lot of us thought all this time he they were saying he was getting can be kind of a, a pain in the ass behind the scenes and kind of hard to believe but hey with the Timberwolves I guess nothing's hard to believe anymore it, it really isn't I'm, I'm happy to have Anthony Tulliver the price is not too high either 4.8 million over two years so of course roughly 2.4 a piece though I'm sure it's a little bit cheaper the first year and all that good stuff um, I'll take him it's it's nothing there's nothing wrong with it he's now part of the team Larry Fox, the agent of Anthony Tolliver's comment is he's really excited. He can play power forward for them and be a stretch, which is a small forward. And, of course, yep, Tolliver announced a decision just to make fun of LeBron James. Um, what does he bring to the table? Well, he brings, uh, I think he just brings more energy. He brings uh, more depth. And it can't hurt. A team like the Minnesota Timberwolves, it can't hurt. I do think the depth level on this team is surprising. I do. Um... Can the Wolves win more games this year? Well, I gotta think so. Fifteen is pretty sorry. The uh, the main marketing uh, guy with the Timberwolves, marketing agent or whatever his word, I forget how to say his title was on Paul Allen today. He was talking about they expect to win thirty games this year. So of course the funny part is that double what they won last year. So it's some it's it's a positivity. Uh, it's some positivity at least I should say. Um, and there you go. Anthony Tolliver, yeah, I guess you can't really go wrong with it. It's not like you sign him for four years and six million each or something like Troy Hudson or something like that, or five years in Hudson's case. Horrible. Very frustrating indeed. Um, I'll take it. I'll take it. So he'll, he'll back up both Kevin Love and Michael Beasley. A lot of people expect the starting lineup to include Beasley and Love at the forward positions. Beasley and Love, of course, with Darko at center. Webster at shooting guard, and, uh, well, <laughs> Flynn or, of course, Luke Ridnar, starting point guard. It will be Luke Ridnar going into the year because, yeah, because Johnny Flynn has undergone that flip surgery, flip surgery, hip surgery. I already talked about that last show. That was a frustration, but um, what do you do? That's how it goes. It's just something you can't really get around, and that's too bad. The Wolves also waived Delonte West, as expected. And there you go. Here's another positive thing right here. 35th overall pick. Mzlika, that's the uh, the Brazilian. Or, excuse me, the Spaniard. He signed a five-year deal in Spain, so that's great. Oh, goody. So we'll see how that goes. I'm sure there's a out in somewhere in there earlier. Uh, what's, his, what's his name? Oh, what's his name? Rubio was a long deal, too. As the out... After two years, a very small buyout after two years. And, of course, that being next summer, Ricky Rubio, the savior of the Timberwolves, as we'd like to hope, will be available next summer. The question is, will he play here? Don't know. So those are a little bit of side bits right there. Um, there's not really too much to say about Anthony Tolliver other than he kicked our butts in one of those awful games. The Warriors came and kicked our butts <laughs> early uh, last year. The Warriors just whooped us completely. And Tolliver was one of the reasons, believe it or not. And uh, welcome aboard. Obviously, Webster was one of the reasons the Blazers kicked our butts. I remember, as I was saying in previous episodes, the guy was scorching us with his jump shot. So, hey, if you can't beat him, join him, or get them to join you, uh, okay, we'll, we'll see what happens. I guess get them to join you. <laughs> That's a start. So now we are going to get to the unis. Yes, the uniforms 
the Minnesota Timberwolves. Then, of course, we'll take a break and get to Tainted Love. Yes, Tainted Love. Mm, it's tainted. Yes, it is. As the uniforms, of course, are uh, significantly simplified here. Uh, very similar look in general. You still have the blue and the white. The green is gone. That's right, the green is gone. That would mean the trees are gone. Yeah, remember those? The trees, they're gone, folks. No more trees on the uh, the logo. The number is more of a basic NBA appearance, which is good as well. No more Colorado Avalanche logo, as I mentioned. Uh, Colorado Avalanche uh, uh, font for the numbers. I like that very much. The uniforms, they're, they're just a lot simpler. They're more sleek and silver. The, the sides on the, uh, the road jerseys are gray. The sides where the, the tree look was supposed to be on the, uh, the shorts are gray now instead of green. And on the, the, the home ones, they're black instead of green. So <sighs> black with a kind of a silver lining. It's, it's interesting. It's just, it's more simple. I think actually it's, it's an improvement, believe it or not, because I thought the previous uniforms are a little bit too busy. They're, I don't know. It almost seemed kind of, I don't want to say this to offend anybody. It almost seemed kind of feminine. It just did. It just was, there was just too much going on, like a, it was some like girls team logo or a girls team uniform almost i don't know it just was too busy it was trying to be too pretty you know now it's more simple it's more sleek and slender i guess you could say with the silver uh silver grayish with the blue i mean it's going to be kind of good i think i think it's a positive it makes them look a little bit tougher and not as uh cute you know and yeah don't don't take that too seriously now either i'm not calling anybody cute <laughs> No, it's just the uniforms, it seemed like they were trying to be too cute. And uh, I guess that's uh, that's no more. That's no more, and uh, I suppose it's a good thing. It's just, it's a little bit more traditional looking than before. It's just, it's not trying to be too much. Um, yeah, it's not trying to be too much, trying to have too much going on. Too much of that wildlife stuff. You know, the Wild already do that, and that's okay. It looks good in a hockey uniform. On a basketball uniform, it's it's just a little bit too busy, I think. Uh, you don't necessarily want to be super boring, like the the, uh, the Thunder logo and the Thunder uniforms. They're, I think they're a little too boring. You know, it's not 1950, and the Thunder did not play in 1950, yet they want to look like 1950. So we're happy for them. That's, that's really cool. Um, I'll take them. They're... They're all right. Uh, I'm curious to see what the players actually look in them because nobody actually was wearing the uh, uniforms or the pictures. It was just put on a uh, one of those dummies or whatever, where it's kind of like the shape of a body, it's just a white sculpted sculpture or whatever, or just uh, computer images. That's basically all you're seeing so far. So we'll see what the Johnny Flynn's, the Kevin Loves, and the Michael Beasley's look like in these jerseys. It's hard to say. We really won't know until it happens. Also interesting to see that Michael Beasley chose the number eight. I didn't actually mention that in a previous show. Uh, that's going to be interesting as well, <laughs> I guess. The last guy to really wear that number was Ryan Gomes, and the guy before him was Latrell Sprewell. So <laughs> there have been some decent players of that name, I guess, or that number, I guess. Uh, Beasley hopefully will be the most successful of the bunch. We'll see what happens because the last two, unfortunately, uh, were problems in the locker room. And, again, very hard to believe that Ryan Gomes was, but... 
Sources indicate that was the case. That sucks. So we're going to take a quick break, and we will return to uh, get into some tainted love right after this. We are back here on Timberwolves Explosion, episode number 61, which is a reminder for iPod users, Microsoft Zoom, and other MP3 players. Thank you always, again, for downloading and listening to Timberwolves Explosion. So, uh, it's time for some tainted love, folks. <laughs> That's what it's all about, isn't it? it? It just is. I love this. I just love this headline. I still remember when I saw this. I was going to do the show that day. This was like, shucks, August 11th. So, we're talking about, yeah, about two weeks ago, a little bit more than that. I was at work, looked on it, looked at it on my, on my at the time, brand new Droid Incredible. Finally got a smartphone. Yeah, Droid Incredible with Verizon. Good stuff. HTC, whatever they call that company, uh, HTC. Sounds like Hennepin Technical Center or something or something like that or uh, I don't know, whatever. Um, Techn- Hennepin Technical College, excuse me. Um, great. Love feels more appreciated by Team USA than Wolves. <clears throat> okay. First I'll read the article and then I'll start getting to the point of my frustration just a little bit here. This, of course, was courtesy of uh, Real GM and NBA.com. Real GM, of course, likes to, uh, you know, they kind of they get gather the information and put it all on one site, which is really cool. I, I love Real GM. It's uh, just fantastic because not everybody's going to be at the Philadelphia Inquirer and the Chicago Sun-Times and the Miami Herald all at the same time. They want, you know, so Real GM gets it all congregated in one spot. And it gets it up there right away, which is, uh, yeah, it's a wonderful website. Shoot, I gotta, <laughs> I would like to try to work with them at some point. Uh, you know, hey, why, why not? All right, let's just get to the point here. Timberwolves forward Kevin Love admitted Tuesday that he feels more appreciated and respected with Team USA than he does with his full-time employer. Love started 22 games and played just 28.7 minutes per game for the lowly. Yeah, boy, we had to say lowly right there. Thanks for that. We, we know. Lowly Timberwolves last season. Yes, he responded when asked if he felt more appreciated by Team USA than Minnesota. Just a solid yes. I don't want to come off sounding like a prima donna or sound like I'm complaining or anything. I just feel like since I've been here... It's been a really, it's really been a great team atmosphere. We feel like we have a chance to win this whole thing. I think everybody is just coming in with a great attitude and appreciating everybody as a whole and really becoming a family. I'm just staying in a 15-win season. Last year with the Timberwolves, a lot of stuff happened. A lot of new players. We had blown up that team, blown up that team, excuse me. Heading into this year, we needed to start becoming a family. Kind of like it is here to integrate that family atmosphere into the Timberwolves. Tyson Chandler is just one person that doesn't understand why the Timberwolves haven't featured Love more. I can't speak for their organization. Yeah, Tyson Chandler chiming in. Yeah, couldn't pick somebody a little better, but whatever. <laughs> I can't speak for their organization, but I definitely know we can play against them. He's almost number one on the scouting report as far as big guys go. I definitely know when we play against them, excuse me, that's not good. 
Uh, he's number one in the scouting report. His big guys go. The coaches definitely pay attention to him. They talk about him being the first player on the floor. I don't know. I think that's a little flawed, especially when Al Jefferson was on the team. Uh, I think Jefferson is a little more polished than Love, honestly, and I mentioned that on previous shows. Kevin Love, to me, to, to date, I've not really seen him be a back-to-the-basket player at all. He's just a fees a face to basket player, and he uh, makes some nice jump shots, but he has a very, very difficult time in traffic. He has had that issue both of the last two years. Yes, he might be the best rebounder in all of basketball, but when you talk about focusing on a guy, it's because he is a great offensive weapon. I don't think Kevin Love is a great offensive weapon. I don't think he is, and I'm going to continue to say that until he proves to me otherwise, ladies and gentlemen. And that includes all of you that think I'm either positive or negative. I don't think Kevin Love is an offensive juggernaut. I really don't. Sorry. I just don't. Um, Does that mean he should be coming off the bench? Not necessarily. Does that mean he's not the most valuable overall player on the team? Mm, Not necessarily. We'll see how Michael Beasley does. Al Jefferson I thought was extremely valuable though. And he was a better defender when actually playing the four than Kevin Love. Yeah, when actually playing the four, right? Remember? Yeah, he actually blocked a few shots when he played four. When he played five, he got his you-know-what kicked, and Kevin Love did too at four and five. Mm -hmm. So the gist of my frustration, after I was able to read those quotes and such, here's the gist of my frustration. It's not necessarily because Kevin Love, I'm like, Kevin Love should shut up and just come off the bench or start and do whatever Coach Rambis says. It's not even about that, folks. That's, that's the thing. It's not. You know what? What? Whatever. Whatever. He, uh, I don't, sure, I don't, I don't blame anybody for being competitive and for saying, okay, I'm at least the second best player on this team. Second best player on the team shouldn't be coming off the bench. You know, what the, what the Sam Hill is this crap. He should be, I should be starting, and I would get the same way. Yeah, I would. But here's the problem. Here's the problem, folks. Now that I've teased to it way too much. <laughs> Kevin Love said that uh, him and Kurt Rambis have ironed things out, and everything's okay after the, you know, this was after the season. He said that. So what does he do when asked the question? He goes and, and goes right back into the same issue again. That's why I have a problem with Kevin Love. He opens his mouth again for the nine quadrillionth time, and he talks about being, le- you know, he's, he's more appreciated by Team USA than Minnesota, and just a solid yes. Why? Why? That's where I have issues, folks. Don't tell me, as a reporter, or as a fan, or or anything else. I mean, you're, you're talking to your owner, too, in a very subtle way. Yeah, and your coach. Yeah, you're really talking to your coach here when you're saying this, and your general manager or whatever the Sam bleep he is, David Kahn. Don't tell me that you've ironed things out, and then you go babble, and I ask babble, mouth off, to the national media, being it's Team USA, that you're more appreciated by Team USA than the Timberwolves. Okay? I mean, that's where I have a problem. Don't, don't. Just don't do that. You're just going to open the Pandora's box over again. I mean, if, if, there weren't, if people weren't annoyed in the Timberwolves organization by that, they don't have a pulse. Just shut up, Kevin. Shut up, okay? I don't care if you're the best player or the worst player in the Timberwolves. Don't do that. Don't tell me you're, you've ironed things out and then turn around and, and 
a month later and then rekindle the whole problem again. Just just stop. Move on. Just kind of say whatever, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Just say, hey, you know, um, I feel appreciated by both. It's fun, you know, something. I, I don't even know. I mean, it's up to him what he's going to answer. But uh, that's the gist of my frustration. End of sermon. Okay, so Pastor Joey of Timberwolves Explosion <laughs> is getting off his pulpit now, off his soapbox. <laughs> now do you understand my frustration just a little bit? That's why I'm frustrated. Kevin, go out there and average 25 points and get 15 rebounds and, and own the league. You know, hey, go go get them. Just just stop mouthing off, okay? Just Just stop it. Stop it. It's okay to be honest, but sometimes when you're, yeah, it, it's the fra, it's the, it's the BS. You know, he's kind of acting like Kobe Bryant a little bit. You know, how Kobe Bryant used to act in the past um, when he'd say, "Yep, everything's okay," and then go say something else, say something completely opposite to the media. That's why Phil Jackson pretty much wanted to, you know, strangle Kobe Bryant many years ago in the whole Shaq and Kobe era. Yeah, because that's not being honest. You're lying. You're lying. You are. Either it's ironed out or it isn't, and uh, whatever. Let's just move on, I guess, and I'll move on to the next topic. <sighs> the more positive one. Yes, positivity is a good thing. Yes. So uh, here we go. Love is open to an extension with the Wolves. So I guess his uh, appreciation is a little bit uh, higher now. As Timberwolves forward, Kevin Love is open to signing a long-term contract extension with the team. I'd love to sign an extension and kind of get that out of the way, as Love told HoopsHype.com. This was courtesy of HoopsHype, ultimately, and then forwarded on to Real GM. I'm very comfortable in Minnesota. I like the style that Kurt Ramos and the coaching staff, having Kurt Ramos has in the coaching staff as well. I want to keep getting better and better, and signing an extension would be a little more than sweet, rather than bittersweet. <laughs> a little more sweet than rather than bittersweet. Love added that he'll likely have to wait and see what happens in negotiations for a new collective bargaining agreement. We have to wait and see what happens with the next CBA. But I'd be happy to stay. If they want to move me, it's up to them. I'm just going to go out there and play my butt off and try to make any team that I'm on better. I look at it like you know very few players play their whole career with with the team that drafted them. So, yeah. That I have no problem with. The openness on, hey, you know, if I'm here, I'm here. If I'm not, I'm not. It's just, you know, people change places. Sure, I see. That's that's okay. That's a nice interview. And the media appreciates it. Thanks, Kevin. And uh, good luck to you again. It's nice to hear that he's comfortable in Minnesota, but it's kind of like, I don't know if he's talking out of two sides of his mouth or what the deal is. I don't know. I like Kevin Love enough that I do want to keep him. I just wish he'd kind of, I I don't know. I wish he'd kind of stop the up and down a little bit. It's getting kind of weird. Um, I remember last year how he came into the season all confident, full of energy, started kicking butt. Of course, this was after his hand recovered, which was not his fault. It's just a freak accident. Um, he came in with a lot of energy, though, for a guy that hadn't been able to play for a while. That was pretty cool. And then later on in the year, he just kind of, the attitude started to come back a little bit. He started to think too much, started to get a little bitchy when he couldn't make shots in traffic, started to get down on himself, and then, you know, the kind of whining behind the scenes, whining to the media type stuff. A um, little bit of frustration there. 
I'd also like to know what he was, what he meant about a lot of stuff that happened in Minnesota. I'm sure there was some ugly stuff in the locker room last year with a lot of guys like Kevin Love, like Johnny Flynn, maybe maybe Al, Ryan Gomes, unfortunately, included in that. <laughs> maybe about five people wanted to beat up Sasha Pavlovich, myself included. <laughs> um, it's it's interesting, yeah. I wonder how much they'd sign him for. I guess, you know, it's going to all depend on how the collective bargaining agreement goes. Uh, yeah, let's hope and pray there's no lockout. Very hard to say what's going to happen here. Yeah, I'd like to keep Kevin Love, especially with Al gone. You, you kind of have to. I mean, and he is multidimensional, not on the defensive side, of course. I'm talking about how he can score, and he's a really good passer and a great rebounder. And, yes, he can score. He can score from the outside, but that kind of disappeared later in the year for some strange reason. To Again, I'm not sure why. Um, Kevin Love is a young guy, and he's going to say things that he probably shouldn't. I'm sure he's going to grow up a little bit in the next couple of years. We'll see. I don't mind the honesty, but I do mind the two-faced uh, approach. I really do mind. I really don't like the fact that he was a little two-faced here. That bugs me, and that's that was the root of my problem. So that's about it with Kevin Love at, uh, at this point. Again, not sure how much you're really looking to sign him for. Uh, I don't know, $50 million, $60 million, I, I don't know. Kind of depends on how he plays this year. Um, I think he should start. I think he's a better player as a starter than as a, coming off the bench. But uh, he had some good games coming off the bench. Um but I don't think people like Ryan Holland should be starting and Kevin Love coming off the bench. That was kind of frustrating. I could see where that would bug him just a little bit. <laughs> just a little. So we shall see how things go there. It's, it's going to be really interesting to see how him and uh, Michael Beasley work together. It could be awesome, and it might suck. Who knows? It's all about chemistry, folks. That's what it's all about. Um, one other player the Wolves were looking at, Joe Alexander, worked out for the Wolves uh about a week or week and a half, two weeks ago. And uh, we've heard nothing since. Joe Alexander, I remember taking eighth overall by the Milwaukee Bucks just two years ago. Mm. Not sure what's going on there. Of course, was traded to the Chicago Bulls, and um, now he's kind of floating around out there in limbo. And, uh, yeah, we've heard no announcement of any kind. Mm, probably not coming to the Wolves, at least not right now. Maybe we'll come in as a training camp inventee. There's been no announcement of any kind. I'm sure that's what Joe Alexander's looking at right now is possibly a training camp inventee somewhere. It's just, it's amazing how quickly people fall off the map. It's it's quick. A lot of people thought he was a pretty talented guy. Could go sixth overall or so, and yeah, he's looking for, he's kind of looking for a job right now, man. And that's, uh, that's a little frustrating. You can only imagine. I think he has a little talent, but uh, yeah, that's kind of the final bit there. Uh, Joe Alexander, we'll see what happens. I don't think the Wolves really need him right now. I think they have enough projects and uh, enough uh, decent talent. It's more if you're looking for the super high-end stuff and uh, maybe that could come via the services of old NBA Jam. Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, remember him? Well, he's available. (laughs) As of the last 24 hours or so, the guy is absolutely positively available. Um, we'll see how that goes. Wolves have a, uh, what are they, 18 million under the cap, like I was saying a few episodes ago. We'll see. We'll see. It could get really, really interesting to see how that all comes out. 
Um, we certainly have the cap space. It depends on what the Nuggets are looking at. Are they looking at a big giant trade exception and maybe a few pieces here or there? Maybe Tulliver is like a small little throw-in. Maybe they are in love with Johnny Flynn. Who knows? Maybe they are. Maybe they are. I mean, a lot of these moves are all part of a big giant plan. We'll see what that plan is. We shall see. Maybe Kevin Love will go to Denver. Maybe. Maybe Michael Beasley is going to be the starting power forward and then Wesley Johnson starting small forward. Ooh, or Anthony Tolliver. Ooh, maybe. We'll see what happens with, with all this. It could get real interesting. Um, looking forward to seeing what happens with Carmelo Anthony. That's got to be the number one deal right now because uh, Chris Porter. Chris Porter. <laughs> Chris Porter. That's my buddy on sportsstuff.com. Chris Paul is no longer available because Darren Collison has been traded to the uh, Indiana Pacers. That was kind of a weird trade. The Hornets only receive, uh, they're all, the only player they really receive in return, Trevor Ariza. Darren Collison for Trevor Ariza in that four-team deal with the Rockets and, and Nets and, of course, Indiana Pacers going with the Hornets. Uh, ah, ah, that's it? Mm. Indiana destroyed everybody in that trade. Great job by Larry Bird. He hit a three-pointer there, that's for sure. He stole the ball and passed it into uh, De- Dennis Johnson or something. I mean, that was one of those type of plays there. That was a great, great move by Larry Bird. Pacers a lot better. That also kills the uh, Johnny Flynn to the Indiana Pacers talk. So maybe he'll be going to Denver because they might be also dealing away Chauncey Billups. Yeah, Chauncey Billups. So uh, that just continues to go on. Yeah, I'm a little bit over the all over the place at the end here because it's kind of like NBA news. It's kind of a roundup in a way. And uh, some of this could affect the Timberwolves. Of course, Darren Collison going to the Pacers affects the Timberwolves because, as I mentioned, Johnny Flynn was all over the place in rumors going to Indiana. It's over. That's completely over because of that. So we'll see how things go on. And, of course, the injury, the hip injury couldn't help that either. And Darren Collison is, uh, at this point, way ahead, of the, way ahead of Johnny Flynn at this point. The guy has a chance to be really, really, really good. Really good. Really, really good. Uh, yeah, there's just no doubt about it. We'll see how it turns out over in Indiana. Hicksville, USA over there. <laughs> no, not quite. But, um, yeah, that's about how things stand there. <sighs> yeah, a fairly fun, cute little emotional show here. <laughs> it was, uh, this was fun. This was fun to do. It was kind of, it was kind of quick. I mean, shoot, still over a half hour long. Because, you know, Timberwolves Explosion... I'll get started, and I just go. I just go. You you listeners know that about me. You know it. Um, I already mentioned the Twitter and the Facebook group. I'd like you to join those. I also would like you to call into the phone lines and join Timberwolves Explosion on the airwaves. 209-736-7877. 209-736-7877. Leave your name and town and opine and all that good stuff. Tell me about how much you love Anthony Tulliver. Tell me how much you love Kevin Love and that I need to calm down or that Kevin Love's being kind of a dork because he kind of was, I think. <laughs> um, whatever. Tell me about how much you think Carmelo Anthony's coming here or how badly we need to pursue him. I think we should. I think we should. I think it would make a lot of sense, obviously. That also, I should mention, yeah, I should have mentioned this earlier, yeah, Danny Granger. <laughs> that also kills the Danny Granger thing because Collison and Granger, yeah, that whole Pacers thing is dead, I think. Danny Granger's not coming here either. 
There's just no chance now. Darren Collison and Danny Granger, why would they trade him? Because they, they got the youth in Indiana now, and that's going to be a good team. Yeah, they also got rid of Troy Murphy. That was good, too. Um, and there I go, continuing to ramble. But again, uh, it affects the Wolves. It does. Carmelo Anthony right now might be the number one target on the high-end side of things at the time, for the time being. We'll see how that goes. Whew. Yeah, I'm a little crazy. But yeah, call in about that stuff. <laughs> That's basically what I'm trying to say. Yeah, call in about that stuff. I'd appreciate it. Also, please do join the message boards on the sportsstuff.com. It's uh, obviously free. The button There's a button on the upper right-hand corner on the front page of the sportsstuff.com. It is TSS boards. Click on that. And click the link that says register. You'll see it right down there. Register or register now. Create a screen name. Make it uh, simple and you know human. Like human. Don't make it all you know xx all that crap because it'll most likely be appear as spam and it will be deleted. Maybe you want to be Anthony Tolliver. Maybe you want to be Michael Beasley. Maybe you want to be uh, just your name, which is simple, or your name with your town, like Anthony from L.A. <laughs> or Aussie Wolf. See, that's he's from Australia. See, Nigel Southern's from Australia, so he go away with Aussie Wolf. You know, something like that. Something that makes sense. Something that kind of, you know, it identifies you, the indi- the individual. Good stuff. All right. So again, thanks for listening. We're gonna be back soon. I'm sure, fairly soon. Not right away, unless something comes out. Uh, it also depends on how crazy the schedule is, but. Uh, yeah, it was fun to kind of piece all this little stuff together and do this show tonight. So uh, we'll be back soon. All of you take care. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you then.